Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Good afternoon and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always we're here together working to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is an education and mentoring program where people come to us and we teach them, we take them by the hand with coaches and consultants and walk them through the process of building a second stream of income with real estate. Our students are investing in everything from single-family homes all the way up to 500-unit apartment complexes, self-storage complexes, senior living complexes, hotels, strip shopping centers, anything that produces cash flow. And it's based off of a comment that Warren Buffett said, I don't know how long ago, somewhere between 30 and 40 years, where he said, never depend on a sole source of income like a job. Always invest to build a second stream of income. And people are either aren't aware that he said that or they're ignoring him and they're putting their money in the stocks, gold, silver, crypto, stuff that doesn't produce a second stream of income. Well, my opinion is... I'd rather listen to Warren Buffett when it comes to money uh, than just about anybody else. And I'm glad that I did because it has meant the world to me. Um, It's meant a better relationship with my spouse, a better relationship with my children, the ability to hit the gym when I wanted to, the ability to give to charity the way I wanted to. All the parts of a balanced life came into focus when I built that second stream of income and that's what we do and the reason we're called total wealth and not real wealth like we were originally called is because we're not just about real estate Uh, our members are focused on romance family fitness Um, they're not just building that second stream of income because they want more money they want a higher quality of lifestyle they want to be able to achieve their dreams and that's what we do we teach people how to do that Today I want to talk about something that is extremely important from a motivational point of view. One of the things that people don't realize is that you will do more for other people than you generally will do for yourself. One example that always is upsetting to me was the two 16-year-old boys that jumped into the raging waters to save a three- or four-year-old who had fallen in. They, all three, lost their lives. But do you realize those boys made a decision? They knew that they couldn't live with themselves if they didn't try, even at the risk of of their own lives. In the military today, 
you don't focus on yourself and saving yourself. You focus on saving your buddy, the person to your left, the person to your right. And as a result, our military has been more effective with that strategy because, again, as a rule, a good person, a normal person, not a psychopath, is going to do more to save their buddy than they will themselves. And it's been, it's been extremely effective. And what I want you to think about, please, is your children and your spouse. If you have children, if you have a spouse, I want you to think about deeply what I'm about to say during the show today. Because a lot of you are having trouble getting yourself to take action. You've listened to me for long periods of time, some of you over a month, some of you over a year. Some people, um, I know this is going to shock you because it shocked the daylights out of me. An individual came in and goes, I've been listening to you for 30 years and never took action. And now they've joined Total Wealth Academy and they are taking action. So if you're having trouble getting yourself to take action, it may be that your focus is wrong. It may be that you're focusing on doing it for yourself. And that's why you're not taking action. You may feel greedy because you're doing it for yourself. You may feel ashamed that it's wrong. But if you'll step back and look at the real reason that you want to build wealth and a second stream of income, I'm going to suggest that it's not you you're doing it for. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Academy Radio Show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking about where your motivation comes from, yourself, doing it for yourself, or doing it for your kids and doing it for your spouse. And I'm trying to get the point across, and I hope I'm being effective, is if you're just doing it for yourself, it's going to be very difficult to take action by comparison, not that I don't have single members with no kids that are kicking butt and doing well. It's just that the majority, the top producers, if you will, 
they have legacy in mind, they have their spouse in mind, they've got all these other layers of motivation. And again, when you're thinking about helping and serving others, especially your children, you, you know, I, I go with the psych, psychological definition or whatever where they say you'll do three times as much for other people as you will for yourself. But if you think about it, how much more would you do for your kids than for yourself? It's almost infinite. There's nothing you wouldn't do to protect your children. Same thing for your spouse. So I think it's important to use that as leverage to get yourself to take action. And oddly enough, as I say all this, what we're talking about is you getting rich. That sounds like it's for you. But I'm going to suggest that it's not. The reason you want to get rich is for your kids. Say, well, I'm not going to give them my money. Not talking about that. I'm talking about having the ability to actually help your kids. Let's go to the reverse. This is what most adults do. Most adults, what they do is they, let me get to this document real quick. Um, most adults, God, I don't know where to start on this. Let's put it this way, all right? We're all given that map. I talk about the map all the time. Work hard in high school, go to college, get out of college, get a job with a major corporation with good benefits and high pay, work for 45 years, retire, and live off your savings. That's the model we're given. But about age 40, midlife, 2 times 40 is 80, so midlife is 35 to 40, you go, wait a minute, this ain't working. Here's what most adults do. They look at their kids, even though at age 40, what they were told to do has not worked. You know what they tell their kids? Do real well in high school, go to college, work for 45 years, and live off your savings. If you don't think that's happening, think about it. What have you been telling your kids? To do the same thing you did. But wait a second, it didn't work. Why would you condemn your kids to make the same mistakes that you did? Why would you do that? I'll give you one legitimate reason. You don't know anything else to teach them. So you go to default. And you teach them a bunch of crap that didn't work for you, didn't work for your parents, didn't work for their parents, 
do you really want your kids to suffer with the same fears and insecurities about money that you did? You don't, do you? Then why are you giving them the same map that didn't work for you? Again, the answer is you don't know the right map to give them. See, making yourself wealthy is not a greed thing. Making yourself wealthy is so you can pass it on to your children. See, if you don't get wealthy, how could you possibly teach your kids how to do it? No, you're going to teach them the same things that you did, because that's all you know, and they're going to suffer the same way you are. I use this analogy a lot. If you're on an airplane, the air pressure drops, the masks drop, whose do you put on first? Yours or your children's? You put yours on first. Because chances are you would both suffocate trying to put theirs on first. It's the same thing with wealth. How are you going to teach your kids to lead happy, healthy, wealthy lives if you don't do it yourself? You can't. Because leadership is what? By example. Your kids can't hear what you say because who you are speaks so loudly. Now I forget who said that, but it's one of the most profound statements ever. Who you are speaks so loudly that people can't hear what you say. When you brag, you put up fronts, you're pretentious, you're not fooling anybody because who you are speaks louder than your words. It is your duty as a parent, it's your duty to live well, to live wealthy, and then pass those habits, those beliefs, those strategies on to your kids so that they don't suffer the way we did. It is of, if you've got any guilt about getting rich, throw it away. That's all garbage. It's dirt. It's crap. No, getting wealthy is the greatest gift that you can give to your kids, second only to unconditional love. It's the greatest gift because then they can watch you, learn from you, and go do it themselves. Think about it. Leadership is by example. If you're 50 pounds overweight, what have you taught your kids? 
that it's okay to be obese. No big deal. Sure, I'm dying, my liver's failing, my kidneys are going out, I have a low sex drive. Yeah, no problem. Being obese is great. If you smoke, what have you taught your kids? You can say, don't smoke, son. As you're lighting up a cigarette, what are you really saying? Smoke, son. If you drink to excess, if you don't exercise, if you don't maintain a loving, passionate relationship with your spouse, those of you that stay together for the kids, you're doing more damage than good. You're teaching them that a loveless, passionless marriage is okay. Leadership is by example. It's your duty to maintain a loving, passionate relationship with their mom or dad, whatever the circumstance is. It's your duty to keep yourself fit and in shape. It's your duty not to have dangerous habits like over-drinking or smoking. And it's your duty to do well financially. Otherwise, if you live your life, go through life complaining about your job, complaining about your pay, never have money to do stuff, and retire broke, what have you taught your kids? The same thing. So it is of utmost importance that you use your children and your desire to love and care for them to motivate yourself to take action towards your financial goals and your fitness goals and your relationship goals, all of it. <coughs> Excuse me. And also your spouse. And we'll talk about why that's so important. When we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show, I am your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Remember, you can always find us online at TotalWealthAcademy.com, and you can podcast the show from there. You can also attend our free sample class if you're interested in learning how to build a second stream of income for yourself and your family. Uh, check that free workshop out. We're talking about using your love for your children, your desire for them to succeed as motivation to get yourself to take action. But now I want to move over to the spouse. And I'm going to talk to the people who are married to women first. And really, it's, it may be all I talk about. Because what you got to understand is that the women are going to outlive men around 18 years. 
what you need to yeah let that sink in what you need to realize is you're gone you're not there to earn more money to watch the investments you're gone and she has to survive for 18 years are you prepared for that is what you're doing now preparing you for that sadly the answer for 95 percent of you is nope you need to use these particular points to get yourself to take action because there's a little thing out there called regret and I always literally thought that regret was something you just felt on your deathbed you know maybe a couple hours you regret regret starts about age 60 and if you're smart it starts about age 50 when you go man I'm 50 I have not done and prepared for this properly and that regret comes in and it is the way that Jim Rome put it R-O-H-N Rome not Rome Rome put it is that in life you're, there's going to be pain there's going to be pain one of two types the pain of discipline getting yourself to come and see this free workshop or the pain of regret discipline weighs ounces by comparison to the tons that regret weighs it is advisable for you to choose what the members of Total Wealth Academy have chosen discipline discipline over regret see we are preparing for those 18 years our wives are going to live beyond us we are teaching our kids a different map you know I brag about this but from the time my kids were eight years old I was constantly nagging them about second stream of income second stream of income second stream of income you gotta have a second stream of income at 18 I reminded them gotta have a second stream of income 17 16 15 14 I, every year many times per year I was letting them know you gotta stay focused on a second stream of income what's everybody else telling their kids gotta get a college degree gotta get a job with a big corporation good benefits I was telling them to build a second stream of income when my son graduated college he had four thousand dollars a month in 
income from his 11 rent houses. My daughter has a six-digit second stream of income. She's 27. No, 28. She just had a birthday. That is the reward of discipline. Discipline is, you know, I hate to be so corny as to say discipline is its own reward. Discipline just gives you so much. It's like people who don't exercise, the difference between people who do. There's a picture that I talk about all the time of these two 74-year-old women. One of them's in a walker, morbidly obese, wearing a muumuu, has her hair chopped off, and, you know, just the worst 74-year-old you could possibly imagine. The other woman has abs. What's the only difference? Nutrition and exercise. Now that picture is six years old now. The lady with abs is now 80. Guess where the other lady is? Dead. See, discipline leads to incredible rewards. Laziness, procrastination, insecurity leads to regret. And I'm warning you, regret is extremely painful. As Jim Rohn described it, it's tons compared to the ounces that discipline weighs. And I urge all of you, if you're not in the financial position that you want to be in, do something about it. The government's not going to save you. Your corporation's not going to take care of you. Your church isn't going to take care of you. The only person that's going to take care of you is you. Then you must understand that you are fully capable of taking care of yourself. You don't need the government. You don't need your corporation. You can do it yourself. All it takes is discipline. The discipline to educate yourself. The discipline to believe in yourself. The discipline to take action on what you've learned when you educated yourself. So I urge all of you, if you love your kids, you love your spouse, and I know you do, I'm not challenging that, I'm asking you to think about it. You love your kids, you love your spouse, do you want your kids to suffer with the same fears and insecurities about money that you did? Then do nothing. Do you want your wife broke for 18 years after you die? Then do nothing. But if those things irritate you the way they irritate me, do 
something. Try. One of my favorite members, Luis, he said it so clearly. He said, if I'm going to lose all my money in the stock market, I'm going to lose it trying. And he pulled his money out and bought real estate. He's now got a hundred estimated hundred and twenty grand a year in income, and his one hundred thousand is now worth one point seven million. So, try. You may fail. I'm not going to lie to you and say every single person that tries wins. It's not going to happen. But wouldn't you rather try and fail? than not try and fail? So whether it's us or some other group, get yourself educated in another way to make money so you're not passing on a bad map to your kids, a map that didn't work for you, and it's not going to work for them. Get out there, learn how to build a second stream of income. We can help if you feel comfortable with me. We can help, if not me, somebody else. <laughs> Get out there, learn this information, study, read, believe in yourself, be responsible, and again, use your love for your kids, your love for your spouse to get you motivated to do it. Do it for them, not yourself. And I bet you'll take more action than if you just do it for yourself. All right, we're going to break. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'll be back with your questions. Several of you have emailed me, and I will answer those after the break here on KSEV. Thanks for listening. joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we are now in question-answer mode. Um, if you've got a question for me, you may call 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, 281-558-KSEV, or email me, steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. And you can use that email 24 hours a day, anytime. So if you can't get to the phone or your email right now and you think of something an hour from now, midnight, email me 
and I'll get that answer to you. Um, okay, this first question is from Whit Whitney, I think. Um, got a problem. Hmm. Okay, you got a problem with the tenant breaking rules. Um, that's funny. I just did an. I'm proposing an article for Forbes magazine on just this subject, and it's a situation where you're at the 17th of the month. Is that right? Let me see. I, I don't have an October calendar. I, I think it's the 17th. Yeah, it's the 17th of the month. They have been messing with you for, it appears, about six weeks. Okay. When someone breaks the lease, file for eviction immediately. The big mistake that people make, Whitney, is procrastination. You're lazy. Oh, I don't want to have to release it. I don't want to have to do the work. I don't want to have to put an ad in the paper and a sign in the front yard and get them to move out and put new people in there. Do it. <laughs> get rid of them. Because here's what's going to happen. These little piddly things, and you say, oh, no problem, I understand. Can you be out in three days? Yeah. If you're not going to follow the rules of the lease, I'm going to have to evict you. I'm not mad at you or anything. It's just, you know, you're not following the rules. I'm going to have to evict you. Okay, thanks a lot. Did you hear me get mad? No. Raise my voice? No. Whitney is just that simple. But what you've done is, and Whitney, please take this with a grain of salt from somebody who cares about you. You procrastinated. You tried to negotiate with them. You tried to change them as human beings. And you can't. Get rid of them. And get a new, better tenant in there. See, Whitney, you only attract people as crazy as you are. That's a rule. If this is your first bad tenant, Chalk it up. You had a bad tenant. Everybody gets one once in a while. But if this is your second or third bad tenant, that's you, Whitney. You're not screening properly. You're not running the credit report, the criminal report. You're not talking to previous landlords. You don't care what the present landlord says. He'll lie to get a bad tenant out. You want to talk to a previous landlord. And then you want to verify income and likelihood of continued employment with their job. Preventing problems with tenants happens before they move in, not after. You can't change a tenant after they move in. This tenant is problematic. They're breaking rules. They've got a dog they didn't tell you about, among other things you've listed. Get them out. They're a bad tenant. And the sooner you do it, 
the better. But I do have to give you a rash because you should have done it the moment you found out about that dog. The moment you found out about that dog, you should have filed for eviction right then. And you know what would have happened? The dog would have disappeared. They would have put it back with whoever was keeping it before they moved in. It's Plus, they've broken, I didn't see this part, broken windows um, and other damage to the house. Get them out. Don't procrastinate. Don't negotiate. Don't try to change them. Get them out. So remember, anytime somebody breaks the lease, you begin eviction immediately. Okay, let's see if I can get one more in. Where does cash flow in a real estate syndication? This is from George. It comes from the renters. Where does the cash flow in an apartment real estate syndication actually come from? It comes from the tenants. You know, George, remember, always go back to the principle that money comes from only one place. Not from real estate, not from banks, not from the government. It only comes from one place, George, and that's your ability to help and serve other people. Money only comes from one place, that is other people. So based off your email, you're really focused with your personal real estate on helping and serving other people. Now that you're getting into syndications, you're still doing the same thing. Only now your money is helping and serving other people as opposed to you and your money. So where does cash flow in a real estate syndication actually come from? It comes from the tenants, the people you're helping and serving. And congratulations on moving from single family into multifamily. So I assume apartment complexes, George. Congratulations on that. That is the end game, the ultimate goal is to have enough passive income that it meets and exceeds all your wants and needs. And based off of your email, you're on the way. So congratulations. Okay, this next question. Um, oh, I got a caller. Let's go to West Houston and talk to Bob. Bob, thanks a lot for calling in. How are you today? I'm doing great. Yeah, so you, you got a comment? On a, I'm on a board of an HOA. Uh-huh. And a lot of the smaller neighborhoods, let's just qualify them by saying anywhere from 125 to maybe 225 homes in it, we seem to be having some problems now with people coming in and buying a home, renting them out, and the renters are really degrading the neighborhood yep so i guess my my point would be to your audience that are looking at this they they have to maintain the home as if they were living there whether yes. they're renting it out or not because that degrades the whole neighborhood absolutely bob and that was why i was bringing up that it's so important um bob you really brought up a good point see everybody listening you're not just serving the family in that home. You're serving the neighbors. You're serving the HOA. You're supposed to be helping all those people, not putting some, 
you know, you just get lazy and you let the first person that shows up with money move in. They don't take care of the property. They run it down. And then you got Bob's situation. So you've got to think about all the stakeholders in a deal. You've got your tenants. You've got your neighbors. You've got the HOA. Same thing with an apartment complex. When we buy an apartment complex, we think about the adjacent apartments. We think about the neighborhoods next to us and so on. That's a very good point, Bob. Bob, I got a question for you. Are you guys blocking sure. the big guys? You know those big guys that come in and buy 100 houses at once? Are you blocking them with your HOAs? Um, generally, they come in in our HOA because we're less than 200. They come in one at a time gotcha. because there's not that many homes for sale. Gotcha. But. But it's, it's, no, we haven't done anything like that. But what we're doing is we have escalated the, the, uh, the amount of fines that, um, and we'll, if something's wrong, we'll go ahead and fix it. And we'll then charge the homeowner, yeah. not the tenant, the homeowner, cost plus yep. to get that up to, up to snuff to our standards. I understand. Most people. And they have to, ha- and the, the the homeowner should provide to the tenant a copy of the rules and guidelines of that neighborhood, so they know. I agree with you, Bob. I agree with you. Yeah, I, I'm sorry we've run out of time, but I truly appreciate your phone call because it brought up All the right. fact that have there's a, more people involved. Have a great week. You too, Bob. Take care. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk again tomorrow at 2 p.m. right here on AM 700 KSCB. Have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.